Hello, and welcome back to the Cynthia and Peggy show, where in each episode, we, Cynthia and Peggy, focus on a specific topic, and we share our personal experiences, stories, and insights around that. Today, our topic is workplace politics. Ooh, <laughs> a tough topic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is something that everyone can relate to, or everyone who's worked before can relate to. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so true. I think it's something that any company um, typically has. Most companies have this, and I think it's only on the occasion that I hear when um, specific teams don't have to deal with this kind of company politics. Yeah, I feel like this is something that people don't, I mean, obviously, you don't really learn about it um, in school. Yeah, for sure. And there's no, like, text. I mean, there are, I'm sure there's some books around it, but it's just, like, it's not common knowledge. It's kind of something you learn as you go. Um, It's very interesting. Yeah, so hopefully what we share from our experience can help other people. And I don't know, we're all still learning and we're still working and still you know, improving. So disclaimer, so we're not like experts on workplace politics. Yep, (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) So Peggy, do you want to get started in your past experience? What have you noticed about workplace politics? Mm, I think it's, for me, workplace politics is kind of just like, always there. Like, it's just something that you always have to be mindful of, in my opinion. So it's it's just from the way you carry yourself, the way you present yourself and the work that you do to, like, how you interact with your team and how you, like, take feedback or whatever. It's just, like, I feel like it's everywhere. And that's actually the scary part. It's, like, everything you do at work kind of, like, relates to that. And you always have to be really mindful of it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned since, like, actually starting a full-time job is, like, always – keeping that in mind and making sure that my actions and the things that I say um will I don't know are like not positive but like will not have like negative repercussions what made you um kind of mindful of workplace politics like what was the thing that really sparked that and made you aware of that um I guess hmm I think it's just because everyone like you always have a manager when you go in and that in itself is kind of like workplace politics because workplace politics is about like people with power and then how like sort of just like that dynamic. So anyone has to go through that, I think. And it's just like when you have a manager, you have to think about things like how do you approach your manager? How do you talk to your manager? That kind of stuff. Um, I feel like a lot of things that we do at work, we don't necessarily think of it as, oh, workplace politics, but it is. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because um, workplace politics is so broad and it can mean so many different things. And um, I think oftentimes people tend to have more of a negative perception on it. But Mm -hmm. I think based on what you're kind of um, hinting at, like it can be a more neutral or positive thing even. Yeah, yeah. So what about you? When did you start sort of being aware of it? Um, I think for me, because I started my career in uh, finance or banking, so it was pretty prevalent and very obvious. And um, a lot of the previous analysts um, or the people who are more senior to you, who aren't like VPs, obviously, but the people who have been in your junior shoes, they tend to, from like a mentorship perspective, tell you like how things work here at this company. Mm -hmm. So whether like FaceTime is really important. So 
showing that you are the first one in at the office or last one out um, matters in some industries. And definitely for the place that I was at, it was something that was very important. Um, So always making sure that you're in before your boss or even before like the rest of the other analysts are there is something Mm -hmm. that is looked um, positively on and staying very late is also looked positively on. And it's kind of like, an implied like an implicit rule where that's just how things work and um I think that was kind of what made me just I guess more mindful of all these implicit rules where it's not like you don't have to follow these rules some people definitely don't but then um you never hear about what happens after like what what happens to the people who don't follow these implicit rules um you most people don't know. And um, I think that's kind of like the frightening thing is if I don't do what people are saying, then what will happen? Like, will it cause me to not get promoted as fast to not grow as fast? Will it create some sort of negative perception um, that others have towards me? Like you never know until it happens to you. So I think that's kind of the frightening thing. And I think Um, For me personally, that's why when I kind of think about company politics, I have a slightly more negative impression of it because of my past experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So aside from FaceTime, like being in early and then staying late, like what are some other things that I guess you've done or you've encountered in terms of workplace politics? Mm, I think some things that I definitely have encountered from just like my previous jobs is um, I have noticed that. So this is more of a positive um, spin, I think. So I have noticed that um, certain people on my team who have very close relationships with their managers tend to be promoted and grow faster. And it's always hard to, you know, how I was talking about like the implicit rules of whether or not like you show up before others and you stay Mm -hmm. late, like whether that directly impacts your promotions, it's kind of the same, like do close relationships with your managers directly relate to growth and promotions. It's hard to say that there's like a direct causation, but then at the same, at the same time, you do notice that oftentimes people who do have close relationships or people who do play up to this FaceTime Um, tend to move up faster Mm -hmm. and I think the tough part is like oftentimes when uh, junior people are interacting with like their higher-ups especially from an outsider perspective sometimes it appears as kind of like kissing ass or sucking up but then I Mm -hmm. think I'm sure within um, the two of them they don't necessarily see that and I I think sometimes at least when I think back to my prior experience the team member who I'm thinking of I don't think she specifically sucked up or kissed ass she just meshed really well with her manager like they had very Mm -hmm. similar personalities and they just like they had the same humor they just clicked and I think again that goes back to what we've kind of kind of talked about in previous episodes about how like having um, a close relationship with your manager or having like a good manager is really important because they can take you really far. So um, that's something else that I've definitely noticed. But what about you? What have you noticed? Mm. 
I think for me, I always thought the biggest thing is like how you sort of manage your appearance or not like your actual appearance, like how you appear to other people in terms of like how you present yourself in meetings or in emails, whatever it may be. Um, I think that's super key, especially when when you're on a team where you like constantly are working with other people. So I think for me, now that I'm working remotely, another thing that I'm being really mindful of is, is, is like making sure that people know what work I'm doing and the work that I have done. Otherwise, people will probably just think you're slacking off, you know, like we can't see you because there's no FaceTime. Right. And I think that's something that I've learned to do or I'm still working on while I'm working remotely is like making sure that people know exactly what I'm working on. And then when I have these deliverables that I'm like showcasing that, not in like a show offy way, but just like here it is. Um, and so that people know that I'm actually being really productive here, making good use of my time. Otherwise, I feel like when people don't see or hear anything about you, they just assume you're not working. Yeah, that that's a really good point. Do you have other tips on for when you were still working in like mm -hmm. in your office? What tips you have to really maintain that positive impression that people have of you? Mm, I think... Mm, let's see so like, I think keeping people in the loop like for example your manager or just someone who's on your level keeping them in the loop about something that you're working on maybe it's a bigger project but you're keeping them in the loop or asking them for feedback mm. um, I think that's really good because they know that you've done this and you're like still working on it even though you're still working on it you're asking for feedback um, or just like when there's discussions making sure that you contribute so that people know that you like know stuff about it or that you are I don't know you're just on top of everything I think just like little things will build people's like positive impression of you and it's I mean it's a hard thing to do but it's just something you have to always have always have to be mindful of right um, right yeah yeah I think that those are definitely really good tips and um what I've heard from other people um is whenever you are in meetings and doing emails whenever there's any like issue people always say like try to remove your emotions from the situation and I think this kind of plays to your point about just you know having a being mindful of your uh appearance and like your the impression you're giving off to others so removing that like layer of emotions and stripping that out and not mm -hmm. taking things too personally because I feel yeah. like oftentimes when we get into heated discussions it can start to become very emotional and personal but always just try to be mindful of like being professional and remember that you are in the workplace. Yeah, I think that's so important. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, since we've talked a lot about like American culture versus Taiwanese, do you know about like typical Taiwanese company politics and how it kind of differs from American culture? Mm, I've never worked here so I honestly don't know but I do know that because hierarchy is so important in Taiwan um you probably like honestly have to like suck up to your boss or like you have to go drink with them whenever they ask you to um you just sort of have to like just be sort of like subordinate and just be like oh you're the best because you're above me mm -hmm. and I think that's a little bit different from American culture and it really depends on your manager. I think another key thing is like, depending on who you're dealing with, like your manager, whoever it may be, you have to act dif like I think I act differently depending on who I'm dealing with. Right? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think not only your manager, but also just the industry. 
Um, and also the company too. I feel like every company can be kind of different. And um, I just feel like all of these are all factors that kind of play into the difference of company politics in every single like uh, job that you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do have any like last minute tips on how to navigate company politics? Um, for me, I always, like back to your point about leaving a positive impression on people um, to just kind of stay out of any of the like gossip or rumors that um, people come around and talk to you about, or just things that kind of are going around the office. I just try and like stay very neutral so that I don't end up burning any bridges or just creating any of that drama or adding to it. Um, So that's something that I tend to do. And Let me think what else. Um, Whenever I am in like tougher discussions with people who are higher up, I think I also try and just think from their perspective and from their end. And I try to just, again, be very mindful. And I think because we are so junior in most of our um, jobs, it is important to be still like uh, aware of the implicit hierarchy and I think from what I've Mm -hmm. heard in a lot of like tech companies it's again I haven't worked in tech so maybe you can chime in but what I've heard is there isn't that much of a hierarchy it's pretty flat but at the same time I think um, there's still a level of respect that has to be there to uh, uphold that implicit hierarchy yeah for sure I think it also again depends on your manager like I would say the manager that I have well, she's not American, so maybe her idea of, like, a manager and, like, wh- whoever she's managing the relationship, her idea of that is different from, like, an American manager. So, again, it really depends on the person. Right. But I think those are really important points. Um, For me, let's see. I think my tips are the same. It's just, like, always being aware of these things and how you are presenting yourself because – Every little thing, like, everyone remembers every little thing, especially the negative ones. Like, you can do 10 great things, but if you mess up once, people are going to remember that more than anything else. Yeah, um, that's a really yeah, good point. which is really shitty, but um, unfortunately, yeah. it's true. Yeah, so just keep, just making sure that you're always presenting yourself in a good <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Well, that's all for our podcast this week. If you'd like to submit topics to us and share your feedback, we'd love it so much. You can do so by direct messaging either of us on our Instagrams, and we'll leave our handles in the podcast description. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.